The image of the voice of the Cape 913 in the studio. Uh, with myself, we want on education in Dawa. This evening, we're going to be having a very special guest in the studio with us. But before we get to our very special guest, a very big shukran to our producer, Matthew Spadita Satandin. Uh, and let me greet my co presenter, Matthew Yasira. Yasira, hold on to that and then just say, How has your week been? Oh, what a trying week, Ridwan. It has been the most difficult week I had in a very, very long time. But Alhamdulillah, we are smiling and looking forward to the, to the new week to come, Ridwan. No, okay, shukran for that, Yasira. So anyway, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be having, as we said, a very special guest in the studio with us this evening. Uh, but before we get to our very special guest, uh, we do have the principal of Mr. Um, Nova uh, in the studio with us, and that is Mr. Peter Johnson. Uh, Peter, very good evening to you. Evening, Ridwan. Evening, Yasira. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ms. Johnson, uh, just a bit of background. How long have you been involved with Mr. Uh, Nova? school and maybe just share a bit with our listeners about the school and the learners uh, themselves. Thank you, Ridwan. I taught at Vistanova in the 80s and early 90s and then had the privilege of returning as principal in 2007. So this is year 11. Um, it was like coming home. It was absolutely wonderful to be back in a, a special needs environment. We have just under 460 special needs children, a range of special needs, physical disability, cerebral palsy, attention deficit disorder, uh, children on the autistic spectrum, and then a host of, of other specific learning barriers. So our teachers work really hard to make the curriculum accessible to our learners. We follow CAPS. We have a junior pre-primary class of four-year-olds and our seniors write the same national senior certificate as every other learner in the country. So we write up there with the best of them. Okay, I just want to say something to you, Peter, or Ms. Johnson, rather. I know the last time we had you in studio, with, but that was around athletics or sporting events uh, that Vista Nova participated in. I remember we had, uh, Yasira, I, can't, I don't know if you can remember the name of the learner. Uh, the boy that we had in studio. Nasir uh, Isaac. Yes, and so at, at sports level, your kids are excelling if one wants to put it that way. They are. Okay. <laughs> now, apart from that, we now have an, let's call it an academic <laughs> side to Vista Nova High School. We, we try and be as holistic as we possibly can in that we offer the therapies, we offer an academic program, we offer sport. Um, and we, we encourage the children who demonstrate a talent of some or other description to, to show that talent. We help to nurture it. Um, sometimes it's, it's related directly to the curriculum. Other times it shows in their life orientation and, and it's followed up by, by the staff in that way. Okay. Now, this evening we have in studio with us an educator at your school and that is Petunia Muteiwana. Uh, she's a mother of a beautiful young girl, Natasha Mutiwana, who will be celebrating her first double-digit birthday in a couple of weeks' time, and that will be on the 6th of November 2017, God willing. Now, she's also in a relationship partner to a teacher, author, and businessman, Douglas Simonda. Petunia is originally from Limpopo province. Well, welcome to the Western Cape. We'll get to hear a bit more how you find the Western Cape. 
She is a professional, committed, qualified educator who hopes to build on the experience she has gained through her PGCE and work placements. She is also keen to support the personal and academic development of children at secondary education level, especially on critical and independent knowledge, which is not always made a norm in most schools. Hence her eagerness to participate in a program such as the Nkosi Albert Dutuli Oral History Competition. Now let's greet and welcome Petunia. Petunia, very good evening and welcome to you. Thank you, good evening to you too. Okay, Petunia, maybe just before we get to our very special guest and before we uh, introduce our guest, maybe just from your side, a bit of background we've introduced you. How do you find Vista Nova and how long have you been associated with the school? Well, I've been at Vista Nova since 2015. And um, so then uh, I started there on a contract basis and then six months later I, then I was made permanent and um, I, I, I speak under correction but just based on my own analysis but again this is under correction. Uh, I'm probably the first uh, permanent black uh, teacher at the school but again maybe the principal can correct that if that's not correct. And then um, I must say um, the school itself for me it's quite um, an enriching environment, especially for the learners, because that's one of the reasons I chose to teach there, because I felt I actually do need to make an impact um, on people's lives, and the fact that those children, they're in a special needs environment, I felt I would then rather use my, my enthusiasm, my, my bubbliness, my personality in, in helping them um, with their needs. So, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Petunia. So, you know, um, I'm from a special school as well, so I can see your um, the in the passion and the innate way that you exude. You know the love and the need to help our special learners out there. I think it makes a world of a difference. But let's look at what is the Inkosi Albert Luturi Oral History Competition. Just tell us a bit more about what happens, how did it come about, your involvement, etc. Okay, well, it's quite a lot of questions at the same time. But firstly, I will start by answering what is the Inkosi Albert Literary Oral History Competition. So the Inkosi Albert Literary Oral History Competition is an annual national competition implemented by the Department of Basic Education. So the aim of the competition is to give the opportunity to high school learners from grade 8 to 11 to partake in. The main focus of the competition is to orally showcase the hidden South African history. So. This year, the main focus is on apartheid and its local heroes, heroines and their contribution during the apartheid era. Thank you. Okay, let's, let's introduce our special guest. Yes, <laughs> Okay, let's get to our very special guest that we have in the studio with us this evening and that is none other than uh, Dayan Idris. Now, Dayan, uh, as per our information, uh, he is a learner, he's 16 years old, and he's a learner at Vista Nova High School. Uh, he's been there since 2004, and we understand he has a great passion for the art of social sciences, especially history, and he participated in this particular competition. So let's greet uh, Dayan without any further ado. Uh, Dayan, assalamu alaikum. Uh, wa alaikum assalam to everybody listening to the radio. My name is Dejanitis, I am 16 years old as mentioned earlier and I come from Vestanova High School and I took part in the Inkosi Albert Latuli Oral History Competition which I won 
and I must say I'm very happy. Yes. Okay, now this is a history competition. Let's ask you the question, you know, where did your love of history stem from? Well, my love for history stemmed from the fact um, where I stay. I stay in a very historical area part of Cape Town. So, because of that, my love for history um, started there. And when I first learned about history in, um, during my school years, I immediately found the love for it and I enjoyed it thoroughly throughout the years. So this competition really opened up and enriched my knowledge about history and I couldn't refuse this competition <laughs> as it, it is about my favorite subject and I really have a passion for it, so yes. So Diane, you know, you've, you've told us what the competition is about and so did your teacher, Ms. Petunia. But what was your topic about in the competition and why did you select that specific topic? Well, my topic this year was a life story of a former activist in my community who emulated the values of Mr. Oat Tambo in addressing issues of non-racialism, socio-economic equality, as well as enhancement of education in their community, and how my activist, Mr. Quentin Michaels, emulated these values. And therefore, the reason why I chose this topic is basically I wanted to learn more about how his life story and what he did during the apartheid era uh, matched the values of Mr. Owen Tambo and that really intrigued me because I had to interview him and um, <laughs> I... That must have been interesting. Yes, and the, the emotion he showed when talking to me and relaying all the events that he went through and it really made me go, wow, this is mm -hmm. very interesting and I must say it's, he did quite a lot and so that's the reason why I chose this. So Dayan, you know the focus is on you tonight and we have other people in studio but from you I want to know, do you know how many learners partook in this competition from your school and how far did they get in comparison to you winning the competition? Um, well. Besides me, there was one other learner in my grade who took part and me and him both made it to the national rounds. Wow. But unfortunately, uh, he lost in the final round of the competition. Okay, let me, let, me just, let me just get to hear from Petunia once again, very quickly, just to bring her in as the educator there. Uh, Petunia, your role as the teacher, obviously in guiding the youngsters, but maybe just share with our listeners, what's your role? Uh, in this particular competition with the students? Well, my role basically was to introduce, motivate, implement as well as support the whole process, the oral history uh, methodology and I had to do this to two of my learners, uh, Dayan, one of the learners and I should say, like Dayan mentioned, he won the national competition and besides having to um, 
to, to, to support my learners, I also had to prepare myself as the educator because I also took part in the, in the, in the competition. And I must say, I also won the national competition. So uh, it was kind of a great thing to have uh, both the teacher and the learner from the same school who were working together to win the overall competition. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's hear from the principal, um, uh, Peter Johnson. Uh, as we said, you know, I'm not saying, you know, I mean, I was quite impressed, as I said the last time, with your academic standards uh, at uh, Vista Nova. Um, and now there's the academic achievements as well. Yes, Redwan. One of the criteria for admission to Vista Nova is that the child has the ability to access the national curriculum. Mm -hmm. And the education department has very strict criteria in the special school sector. Um, schools for, for children with severe intellectual impairment, children for, uh, schools for children with specific learning disability, with autism, etc. So when applications are received by the department, they are sorted um, into uh, different groupings as to which school would be most appropriate for that child. But our academic standard is, I would say, on par with the best schools in Cape Town. The, the success and the secret of success of this to know that is that much of the work is adapted to make it accessible for the children. And when it comes to assessment, a great deal of accommodations um, are applied. Um, that is, is facilities such as amanuensis, audio, allowing the child extra time, planning age, computers, etc. Um, so we really do put in place everything that we can to allow the child to demonstrate uh, their absolute potential. Well, thanks. Uh, Yasira, I'm not sure if you want to have a quick comment uh, on that one. Uh, no, Yasira says no, she's not wanting to I'm comment. I'm covered by Peter. <laughs> oh, okay, covered by Peter. Okay. Well, before we get back to the yard, uh, I'm not sure I'm just checking with the technician. We're going to go for a quick ad break and when we come back, we will continue with the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape. And if you have just joined us, well, we do have a very special guest in the studio with us uh, this evening, and that is Delian Idris, uh, the winner of uh, the national competition, well, the history, uh, Nkosi Albert Lutuli Arnold History Competition. We are also joined in studio by the educator at the school, and that is um, Ms. Petunia Mute Iwana, as well as the principal there. Uh, at Vista Nova, and that is Mrs. Peter Johnson. Now, just to get back to Dayan very, very quickly. Dayan, how does it feel to be a learner at a special needs institution, uh, having to have to compete against learners in mainstream schools? Oh, well, at first I was quite nervous, but as I progressed through the competition, I um, became more confident, and I thought to myself, wow, the way I'm going now, I have a very good shot at winning this. So I kept doing what I did from the beginning, and I must say, paid off in a big way. So, <laughs> yes, it was very interesting having to compete against mainstream learners because normally I would compete, I'm talking about sport now, mm -hmm. against. Uh, fellow uh, disabled learners, but to now compete against the mainstream is something completely different and it was a new challenge and the chat and I overcame that challenge and I must say it was quite a good experience. 
Well, we certainly applaud you for that, certainly, and we certainly want to wish you well with everything, you know, academic and sport and your future endeavors. But let's hear from Petunia very quickly, maybe just to give our listeners an outline of the format of the competition. Maybe just the format of the competition. Yeah, well, basically the competition, uh, it's very, very involving and it requires quite a lot, more like your, 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 your university kind of work. Um, so I was quite privileged that I, uh, I was then able to coach my learners in this regard. So firstly, I had to introduce um, the oral history competition in my classroom, and I started off doing this by explaining to my learners what oral history is, and for them to be able to understand this, given the fact that they are at a special school, I then just make it easier for them by saying it as a story, you know. So then in this way, storytelling simply it makes it easier because it's the natural part of the the natural part of the human experience. But again, to get back to your question, the the, the formats, I. I will actually just um, say out the implementation plan, which as an educator I had to follow in guiding my learners throughout the competition. First of all, like Dayan said, um, I think he mentioned his topic, we first had to then choose the topics, the topics that the, that the learners would like to, to talk about. And I had to guide them in this regard as the, as the teacher. Um, so then I advised them that they need to deal with the topics that cover their local community. And then secondly, they then have to work, to work on their research paper. The research paper, this involves conducting a thorough, thorough background research on the topic and as well as on their interviewees. Um, and then after that then, the research information has to be gathered. And this is quite challenging simply because Dayan and, and the other lander that was with, uh, with, 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 um, with him in, in my classroom, they actually came up with a lot of uh, information and that was too much for their, for their research paper, then that's when I had to then suggest, okay, it is this time where they have to come up with a key question, because the key question helps them to formulate their research paper. And thereafter, then they had to then think of the interviewees, and then I told them, you need to submit to me the choice of interviewees so that I can gauge whether they got the correct interviewees. Mm -hmm. And then after that's when they have to formulate the interview guide because you can't go to an interview without the interview guide. Well, simply an interview guide is a, it's like your interview questions. And this is when I told them that an interview question for this oral history, it's not a set of questionnaires. This is when it is then imperative for them to actually come up with an interview guide that is composed of good questions, like your open-ended questions as well as your um, closed-ended questions. Thereafter, they have to then set up and prepare for the actual actual interview, and this is when they have to prepare their recording. But again, this was quite easy for my learners, simply because they're quite um, familiar with the technology, so the recording system was quite great, was quite easy on them. But then I just basically had to uh, remind them that they need to test the, the recorders in advance, of course. And then thereafter, <laughs> then the interview process has to be fully in analyzed. Uh, given the fact that the human memory is selective and can sometimes faulty in what it remembers, it was then at this point where the learners had to then ask their main um, um, interviewees. In this case, the young's interviewee was um, Mr. The main interview was Mr. Quinton Michaels, and then Diane had to then ask Mr. Quinton Michaels for any, um, other inter any other people who he can simply interview, just to verify the information that Mr. Michaels gave him. And in this regard, Diane then 
contacted Miss um, uh, Shalene Adam as well as Mr. Neville Fanderede to verify the information that he was given. Okay, can I maybe just 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 check? Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of information, <laughs> really, but I'm, I'm sure it was a hectic competition. Uh, yes, sir, you've got a question for the Yan quickly. I do, Ridwan. The Yan. So you know um, the humble person that you are, right? What was your reaction when you found out that you've actually won the competition at national level? Um, to be honest, I didn't expect it because I mean the competition was very tough and the adjudicators actually told us that the competition was very tight as there were six people mm -hmm. battling for the top three positions. And I was one of them. So they had to really look through the portfolios at every minor detail and then they had to mark the portfolios. So when I heard I won, I was quite shocked. I mean, uh, I got pins and needles. I, could, I couldn't move my body. So I was just ecstatic. And I must say the my teammates who were there with me were also quite happy and yeah it was a very good experience and something that I will forever treasure so yeah well well spoken and well said there by the young Idris uh, the winner of the national competition and that is the Nkosi Awad Lutuli Oral History Competition. Now we have to wrap up the program, we've got a couple of minutes left, but I'm going to start with the principal, uh, Ms. Peter Johnson, just to ask for any concluding remark or comments uh, that she might have. I would just like to, to publicly commend um, Petunia for the work that she put into this competition um, with the students at our school um, for chaperoning them to, to Johannesburg for her own efforts and to congratulate her on her own achievement as the gold medal winner to Dayan for his exemplary conduct and for being such an amazing ambassador for the Stenova School and this is what we're about we're about excellence and every now and then we're maybe just a little bit arrogant and we celebrate <laughs> and on occasion <clears throat> We have a forum such as this, so thank you for the invitation um, to showcase our school. We really do appreciate it. No, thanks to you, uh, Peter, for, for coming into the studios and for what you are doing for our learners. Uh, and may you just, you know, continue uh, to strive in strength and uh, deliver the best. Now, we're going to have a chat to Petunia, as we said, uh, Ms. Mute Iwana. But her chance, we're going to not give her a concluding remark. However, we're going to speak to her little daughter, Natasha, uh, who will be celebrating her first double-digit birthday in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, let's say a very good evening to Natasha. Natasha, good evening to you. Hello. <coughs> and um, Natasha, which school do you go to? I go to Rustenburg Girls Junior School. Okay, and how do you feel about your upcoming birthday? I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm sure you are, yes. <laughs> Why are you excited? Are you excited to get older or excited for your present? Both. <laughs> <laughs> and your party? Are you having a party? Yes, I'm having a pamper party. A, a, a pamper party? Can I come? Mm, or is my double know. digits way above your double digits, eh? Yes. 
Okay, well, Natasha, thanks for joining your mom in studio. Let's get your quick uh, concluding remark very, very quickly, about 30 seconds or so, because we still want to give the yarn the last word. Okay, well, basically, as the winner of the educators section, I can now happily say that this competition has allowed me to achieve my goals. And um, so, but however, this was not easy for me as a teacher, as I also had to prepare myself as well as the learners. But as a result, I would like to thank um, the following people for their various forms of support during this journey. This is my beautiful daughter who's right here with me, my mom, my partner, my family in Johannesburg, Limpopo, Zambia, Kazakhstan, United States, and then also my beautiful friends as well as my provincial coordinator, Ms. Nolene Dojan, my subject advisor, Mr. Dennis Klotzi, as well as seven other learners who represented the Western Cape at the Nationals in Pretoria. And Dayan, as well as his family, my beautiful learners at Vista Nova High School who are now also listening. And lastly, all the interviewees for their willingness to share their past opinions and, and experiences for the benefit of our children. Mr. Quinton Michaels, Ms. Charlene Adam, Mr. Neville van der Riede, Mr. Cecil Iso, Ms. Jin Iso, as well as Mr. Ashley Forbes. <laughs> <laughs> she really took that 30 seconds seriously, everyone. But you know, to the star of the evening, Diane, your concluding remarks and what you would like to say to other youngsters out there, as well as to all those who have a love for history. Um, well, firstly, as a vote of thanks, I would like to thank my coach, Ms. Mutawana, for coaching me and for training me in this competition. I would like to thank my parents for supporting me throughout this competition. I'd like to thank the WCD and I'd like to thank my seven other teammates who also took part in this competition. You guys are my friends now, family. <laughs> so this, I will always treasure this experience. And um, I'd like to thank my friends at my school also for supporting me as well. And um, for the learners that want to take part next year, it's gonna be, there's lots of work, but if you work hard and you really put the effort in, you can go far. So, and I'd also like to thank the DBE for making such a competition possible. And I really hope that the competition grows from strength to strength and yeah. Well, there you have it. I think we can't say more than that. We really, Asira, I think you said it all, you know, hard work, dedication. Uh, and I think, you know, as much as your parents, your teachers, your principal, we are all very, very proud of you. Uh, we certainly, as we said earlier, want to wish you everything of the best. Let's look for the upcoming further national competitions. Uh, so on that note, we want to say to you a very big shukran, a very big thank you. Uh, everything of the best to you too, Ms. Petunia. Uh, sorry, Ms. Uh, yeah, Petunia Ute Iwana, to you as well, everything of the best day. Uh, Ms. Peter Johnson, as you continue uh, with your work at Vistanova, everything of the best. And on that note, we say to you a very good evening. And uh, until next time, we assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.